Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness Show with Sara Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host, Sara Davison, shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sara Davison. Welcome back to the show. And today, my guest is Anne Jitch, who is back with me for part two of her interview. So how does what you do help with that as well? Because I think dating and getting the confidence to date again is such a minefield. We want to take you forward to a point where you're with your perfect partner, with the perfect person for you, you know, not somebody that's just got a pulse. We want to take you forward and help you to connect when you're with that person. One of the things I do, and I, I put it in my course, is do a meditation with, with people where they're with their perfect partner in the future. They're with them and they feel what it feels like. It is difficult. Dating is more difficult. As I say, this love course I put together, I, I did actually say at the beginning, I, dating isn't easy these days. I think it's harder now than it was 20, 30, 40 years ago. I'm absolutely sure of it. Hey. I personally, I, I think it is. And I think internet dating, I'm not crazy about it. I know a lot of people use it these days. I went to the wedding of a fabulous couple before the lockdown. Oh, they are just so, and they met online. People do these days. I maybe it's my age and an old fashioned thinking, but I still think meeting people locally or not far from you and having something in common, you're better off um, having a quiz night at your local pub where you get to know everybody or you've got something you do where you regularly catch up with people. It might be a hobby, it might be a work. Having something in common with somebody and you meet on a regular basis and get to know a few people, I still think the best way. I personally, I know some people meet online, but when you've been through a trauma and then, you know, you've got people acting a bit odd around you and you can find the odd, odd person uh, online or, you know. Yes, yes. No, I agree with that. I do. And, you know, it is great if you can meet someone through you know with common interests through something that you do or maybe through friends I think obviously that is nice but that's not always possible for people so I guess yeah about being open-minded but also know what you're looking for right because if you don't know what you're looking for you are going to jump into relationships that maybe aren't good for you or maybe just mm. are never going to have a hope of working so I suppose by doing your process and coming to the point where you're actually visualizing your ideal partner then mm. that gives you a bit of a clue of what you're looking for, right? So you can filter out some of the, the people that aren't so suitable, maybe. It, it's also, what does it feel like? Because one of the things that I've, I've often noticed is with love, we can only imagine the best we've had so far. Even if the best we've had so far has been awful, we can't imagine better until it arrives. And I'm just my theory is that is almost a primitive thing because in society, you need to keep families together even if they're not happy. When you remove the family breakdown, and some there have been uh, trials where places have broke down the family, separated people, taking the kids and brought them up separate, society breaks down very quickly. So in order to get society to work, you need to keep people in that bubble and in that relationship. And I think that's why we can't imagine better. Well, I've never met anybody that can. You can't imagine better till it happens. 
So when the best you've had, even if it's pretty crap, the best you've had goes wrong, that's it. You're annihilated because, because it's the best you can imagine. You can't imagine being better with somebody else that's going to be better and more wonderful and better connection. We cannot imagine that until it happens. So that's what I do. I take people beyond that and I take them to find, to see what, to experience it. Then you've got, got you've felt it and you've seen it. You can go, oh no, I can have better than what I had there. Absolutely. And I think also it's about getting out of the stereotypes of who you should be dating and maybe dated in the past. I mean, mm. I know a lot of women these days are dating younger men, you included, Anne, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was, when we met, I sounds so bad he, I was 42 and he was 24 so he's coming up to 50 this year so I'm kind of going oh my goodness my toy boy's coming up to 50 but yeah we've been together um 25 years now 25 wow. years and I'm finding a lot of the relationships that work our older woman younger guy on a day-to-day basis we, we're not aware of it because you're not after a while you just kind of you just know who you are you know but I think these days we're meeting people from many different backgrounds and yet we still got our little rigid, you have to meet somebody from the same background, have to be the same social class or religion or this or that. And the thing is, if you meet somebody that makes you laugh, is really good to you, you fancy, everything else kind of sorts itself out, doesn't it? Yeah. So is that the secret to a successful relationship in your book, Anne? Someone that makes you laugh? I think so. I think they make you laugh. You get on really well. You have that. There's a connection you can have where you kind of, there's a connection and you know it, a spark between you. If you've got that, I think, do you know, I did actually ask three people, totally separate, different parts of the world, very different women that I know that always seem to land on their feet. They have the most amazing love lives. And I asked all three of them, What's different about you to other people? I've seen you have breakups, but you always seem to land on your feet. You never seem to be full of angst or unhappy. They all said the same thing. And they all said, I don't kind of put the pressure on it. Is this the one? Is this the one forever and ever and ever? Because it puts so much pressure. And early on in a relationship, you grow, over years, you can grow into something. If you put too much pressure on it to begin with, you mess it up. And they all just said, Somebody comes along who we've got this magic with, you just say, this person's perfect for me right now. This person is perfect. And they're all in amazing relationship. They all are uh, and will probably be forever. But they don't put that pressure because, I mean, so many people and they go, is this the one? And they've got this tick off list. And if anything's missing off the tick off list, they freak. In fact, a lot of people have a tick-off list that is, I met a whole bunch of girls, oh, they're amazing women, but it's like, you mustn't have any baggage, must have loads of money, got to be super fit, got to have this, got to have that. I just go, I don't want to be rude, but you don't even fit your own criteria. You have got baggage because <laughs> you've got a load of kids. You know, you haven't got loads of money. You're expecting this God to come into your life. How about you just meet some guy who's amazing to be with, you enjoy their company, you know, you do great things together, who's really good to you. You've got that spark of passion and you laugh together. But they had their tick-off list in reverse and that just pushes it away. The universe hears what you say. So when you say no baggage, no this, no that, the universe says baggage. Okay, I'll give you a guy with baggage. Oh, yeah, no money. Okay. And just delivers. So they flip the list. 
they flipped the list and went, okay, I just want somebody that's amazing to be around, be really handy if he's got money, you know, got some money. Because in real life, you know, a lot of women end up propping up men and, you know, I really don't financially, and I really don't agree with that, you know. I've seen a lot of women do that. So, you know, they're solvent, they're comfortably off, they got their act together, and they did the list in the positive, and they all, all of them, the whole lot of them met somebody. They all met great guys because they flipped the list. They were so busy what they didn't want. It won't work. Moving away from don't work. You've got to know what you're moving towards. Yeah, exactly. I'm a big fan of that. I really agree with it. And also trusting your intuition. I know you've written many books Anne, and, and some of them cover intuition. Can you explain a little bit to my listeners about how trusting your intuition can help you? And I always say to so many of my clients when they come to me, they're out of touch with their gut instinct and, and listening to their bodies because maybe especially coming out of toxic relationships, they don't listen to that anymore or they've learned sort of overrule it um, in their heads. So how do you get back in touch with trusting your, your instinct and, and how important is that? I've met a lot of people who have said my intuition usually works well, but it hasn't now or it's all over the place. And what happens is we've got different people process intuition in different ways. And one of the things I do is analyse how people process information. I break it right down. I can sit with somebody and find out exactly how they process information. But a lot of people, uh, some people are very heart based. And they feel things in their heart and they're quite emotional. Some people are quite head-based and some people are quite gut-based. I'm quite gut-based. But the problem is, these are your three brains. However you describe the brain in your head, whatever scientists, how would they would describe the components of your head brain, you have the same in your heart and in your gut, that you've actually got a brain there in both places as well. And they process information. Now, when we're going through a breakup, all three are clashing. The head's going, I better be careful there. The gut's going, I'm panicking, I need somebody. The heart's going, oh, I like that person, I don't like them. So all three are clashing. And I think we need to just calm right down. That's why I like the tapping, because uh, tapping or some sort of therapy to bring down all the erratic feelings, all that crazy stuff that goes on with us. Bring it, calm it right down, and then go through three brains, go to the heart brain and go, what is my heart telling me? And really oh. feel what it's feeling you. Go into your head brain. Yeah. How do you tell which one you are? I'm trying to figure out now which one I am, whether I'm, I think I'm either heart or gut. I don't know how to determine. Are you struggling to cope with your breakup or divorce? Are you feeling devastated, heartbroken, sad and anxious? If so, please know that you are not alone and there is help available. Sarah Davison, best known as the Divorce Coach, and her team of accredited coaches are here to offer you the support and guidance you need to navigate all areas of your breakup, take back your control and start feeling happy again. Sarah will show you how to dial down those controlling negative emotions, unhook from your ex, get back in the driving seat of your life and design a future you are excited to live. Sarah has a range of solutions to support any breakup, including free guides, one-to-one -one coaching, her Heartbreak to Happiness virtual retreats, live retreats, and you can even train to be a breakup and divorce coach with Sarah too. 
visit www.saradavison.com today and start to feel happy again. How do you tell which one you are? I'm trying to figure out now which one I am, whether I'm, I think I'm either heart or gut. I don't know how to determine. I would have thought you'd be gut based. I'm very gut based. You usually find people that are quite fired up and busy and doing a lot of gut based. They're, they're the action takers. A lot of therapists are heart based and they don't do anything. They drive me mad. They're lovely and they want to save the world and they're very kind. They don't do a lot because they're living in their heart and just got feeling sorry for everybody and uh, they get taken advantage of. So if you're purely heart-based, you'll be a very kind person. You'll be everybody's friend, but you're not going to get very far. Head-based people, they make loads of plans. I know one girl, she makes the most amazing plans. She'll come to me the most elaborate, she'll go, I'm setting up this new business, I want you to come be a guest speaker, and and it will look amazing, she'll have everything designed. I've never, ever in 20 years known her do one thing. She just makes all the plans, amazing plans, really clever stuff. She never, ever takes action. So the thinkers, they overthink, and they live in their head, they overthink. And you'll know if you overthink, your mind will wind you up. And overthinkers talk themselves out of things. They're very, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then they kind of go, yeah, but that could go wrong. Or supposing that, or I better wait a while, I better learn a bit more before I do it. So they overthink. Gut-based people tend to steam in without thinking. They don't always think, but they steam in. They're the action takers. They've got a good sense of danger. So they're quite sharp. But yeah, they're action takers. So they move fast, living on their guts want to change that so for example if you were maybe overthinking like you said it was mean that you weren't taking action can you shift between the two or are you stuck with that that's exactly I put a whole chapter on this in my last book because I studied what we need for the future and I came up with 10 strategies that we absolutely need to thrive in the future in this changing world and the three brains wowed me so much I spent ages just kept going over it and over it because it was the most fascinating work and I came across some guy that had really done a lot of research and I talked to them a lot and I actually got stuck on it because it was so fascinating and yes the way I likened it was imagine you've got three friends now we're going for a shitty time we talk to our friends imagine you've got three friends One of them is super clever, super intelligent, can process information and help you work out what to do. You've got another one that's really got your best interest at heart. They're going to look after you and they're going to make sure your heart's protected, but also where you need to be for love. They know that they'll help you emotionally. Then you've got the third friend who's proper kick-ass, proper kick-ass. They won't let anybody take liberties. Your ex starts taking liberties, wanting too much money or anything else. That third friend will really watch your back, they'll protect you, but they'll also come and, no, we'll fight this court case, no, we'll stand up to that, no, we're not putting up with that. Why would you only speak to one friend when you've got three amazing friends that come in at the, all with a great gift for you? So that's what the three friends do. So I always get people, whatever the situation is, bring it into your heart, what's your heart telling you? And you breathe in and out of your heart. And you get a message from your heart. You find out what your heart's telling you. Then you bring it up to your head. Okay, what is my head telling you? And the head will give you the plan. This, okay, we're going to sort that out. I'm going to cancel that. I'm not putting up with that. They will process and give you the information. And you bring it into your gut. 
And that's when you start to really look after yourself, protect yourself, not letting people walk all over you, but you also get fired up. That's when you go into the warrior mode and you start to take action. So you, you run the whatever decision or, or, or incident or whatever's going on, you bring it into the heart, breathe into the heart, bring it into the heart, see what the heart says, bring it into the head, see what the head says, bring it into the gut. And between the three, you start to see things differently. We're often using the wrong brain for what we're doing. We're very often using the wrong brain. We're winding our head up, not saying, how does this feel? We're often using the wrong brain. Run it past all three, you start to see it very differently. Oh, really interesting. So for my listeners who are maybe out of touch with their instincts and their intuition, mm. just pulling it in, as you described, and, and asking your heart what yeah. your heart is, and then yeah. your head and your gut will help you get back in touch with that and learn to trust it. I suppose if you learn not to trust it, how yeah. easy is it to start trusting again, thinking, yeah, I, I can go with this? Because what you've experienced up to that point is relying on one brain. You've mainly gone to one brain. Run it past three, you will see it differently. I've got lots of other tools with intuition, but I think when you're in the middle of a breakup, I think the three brains running the information will give you three different perspectives and I think it balances out more I've got lots of things I mean I do the submodalities of intuition I've got lots of things looking into the future but I think when you're in the middle of it using three brains when you come into your heart you feel things when you go into your head you're not feeling all that you're not feeling the angst but you wind yourself up come into the gut you go into your power you go into your strength and all of a sudden you start to feel powerful you don't feel so vulnerable. It changes how you feel, how you process. It gives you three different perspectives. I, I would work with them three in the middle of a breakup. That, that is my go-to. Oh, brilliant, Anne. I mean, as I said at the beginning, you are just a mine of amazing helpful information. <laughs> so thank you for that. So tell us a bit more about how people can find out more, maybe about all the things we've talked about. I mean, which of your five books is that information in about instinct, for example? And then also tell us about your course, um, about the love course you were talking about earlier. Uh, during the pandemic, during um, recent times, I've, I've, started to, I've got so I've got boxes and boxes and boxes of information. I mean, I've just been, I read five books a month at least. I constantly study and try and find the best techniques. I've done that for 45 years. So I've had a lot of years of, and I've just thought love, a lot of people are finding it hard to find love these days or they're going through a difficult time, or they're scared to leave where they are. I just thought, I need to put something together. So I put it together, and it's, it's basically just downloadable course, and there's questions you get to your real beliefs, because we're surrounded by bad beliefs, aren't we? We get to cut away energy cords from negative relationships. We, it gives you a whole process. The first part is a number of lessons clearing all the old stuff, all the old beliefs, then we build, then we build something fabulous, even to the point where you can build amazing energy between you and your perfect partner, wherever they are in the world. So I put that course together because I've, I, I've thought through what are the techniques that I've used on people that really, really work. And they were the ones that come up as working really, really well. Excellent. So where can people find this information and find the well, course? If you go to angersh.com, Angersh.com. My, my name, the spelling of my name will be there. 
find me on Facebook and just and just on Facebook. Keep in touch. Um, yeah, pop up. I'm I'm around a lot. I'm not shy. So I'm on Facebook and uh, andjersh.com. Come on there. Send me a message and I can send you information. But yeah, I really put energy into that course because I wanted it to really take people for a whole process of leaving behind old beliefs, old energies, old angst, get rid of what you don't need. And let's build that love vibration. Let's build that energy so you're open and you attract the perfect person. Let, let's, I love that. I loved working with that. <laughs> Ooh, sounds amazing and an essential tool for anyone listening who's going through a breakup right now. And also the intuition, the three brains, which of your books is that in? That, that's that's in my last book. It's called Future Vision. It's actually called Future Vision, Your Work in Life. So I, I wanted it just to be called Future Vision, but you always end up arguing with publishers. So Future Vision, Your Work in Life. And I, I spent a long time on that because I knew the world of work was going to get sideswiped. I knew that out the way we work is going to keep changing. I started to see that about five years ago. And, and I noticed some people always seem to reinvent themselves and move forward. So I started talking to key people. I started to take journeys into the future and see what we need. And I, and I put strategies in there, but it teaches you three brains, also teaches you the submodalities of intuition. And that's how you personally process, don't go there, or that's really good. You know, your red light, your green light, it, this, this really, the submodalities chapter really teaches you to break down your intuition and how it personally works for you. Oh, I am going to be checking it out myself straight after this. So um, my final question, which I ask all my guests, is obviously my podcast is called Heartbreak to Happiness, because I think it's really important to have something to focus on and, and know what happiness is for you. So what is happiness for you, Anne? Do you know, it's an interesting one. I'm quite what they used to call Pollyanna, and it comes from an old film where a little girl just saw the good in everything. And the uh, she was over the top and I can be a bit Pollyanna and a bit over optimistic so I think it's people I think it's if you're around people that make you feel a bit uncomfortable or disapproving or anything like that you've got the wrong people I think we need to be around people that just great to be around what I love about my friends you know if you have a bad breakup your friend will go you love friends that will go I'll come round and we'll talk about it and I'll bring and they always have that voice don't they Oh, I'll bring a bottle of wine. And they have that, you know, wet voice. I like my friends. They shut and go, forget about some him. Who cares about him? Let's go and party. Let's go and laugh a lot. And they laugh. And I've seen my friends go through the worst tragedy. I won't list it here. But if you think of the worst tragedies, you can imagine they've been through it. And they laugh a lot. No matter how bad their life is. They laugh a lot. And so I think it's happiness is being around people that make you smile, make you laugh. You know, whatever age you are, you've got friends and you're rolling on the floor in agony laughing. That's what you want. I think it's being around amazing people. That's real happiness. I absolutely agree. I think friendships and people that make you laugh and laughter is the best medicine, they say. So thank you, Anne, for joining me. You've been a phenomenal guest. Thanks so much for being here. You're welcome. It's fabulous to talk to you and we will catch up soon. Yeah, let's do that. That's it for today's episode. Be sure to head on over to annjitch.com and that's A-N-N-E 
jirsch.com to find out more about Anne and all her work and her courses. And I look forward to you joining me on our next episode. That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to win a free ticket to Sarah's virtual Heartbreak to Happiness retreat. This is a transformative combination of live webinars with Sarah herself, coupled with her empowering online video program designed to help you cope better with your breakup and start feeling happy again. For more details, head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com where you can also get a copy of Sarah's gift. Thank you and join us again on the next episode for another dose of Heartbreak to Happiness. Happiness.